Thank you for listening to this selection from bradhambrick.com. Brad serves as pastor of counseling at the Summit Church in Durham, North Carolina, and is excited to produce resources that equip believers and resource churches to care well for one another in their community. We pray that this serves you well, and we hope that you'll consider utilizing other resources from bradhambrick.com for your personal growth and ministry endeavors. So that brings us to step eight, uh, which is to persevere in the new life and identity to which God has called us. Uh, Here's where we begin to look at uh, a new normal. Uh, The quote here from uh, Foote, families often have an end goal of getting someone into treatment. Here, talking about addiction. But that's not the end of the road. Uh, Your work is not yet done. Uh, More hopefully... Um, it's not the first piece of change you've witnessed, and it won't be the last. Treatment is part of the process, not the destination. The most important thing we can say about supporting your loved one's treatment can be summed up in five words. Keep doing what you're doing. So what we've been in all of this process, we haven't been doing the silver bullet fix it. We've been creating a healthy lifestyle where we can begin to pursue something that is healthy and satisfying, it represents how God made us, and we can continually invite this other person, be they friend, be they spouse, be they child, be they parent, uh, into that to the degree that they are willing to cooperate. Uh, So the marks of the new normal. Uh, This section here uh, is taken from grief material. We've already talked about the correlation between uh, grief and codependency. Uh, As you go through this section... Uh, there's two things I would encourage you to do with it. Uh, One, uh, put an asterisk beside those things you've already seen God do. If you look at some of these things and say, hey, as I've gotten to this point, my energy level has returned to normal and decision-making has become easier because I'm not toiling over as much second-guessing and ruminating, you can say, I didn't even know I was aiming for that and God did that. Um, Time alone, that one's still harder. Those things that you can't put an asterisk beside, Make those a prayer request with your support group. Uh, Articulate. Say, hey, these are the things that are, in terms of a new, healthy, normal, re-emerging. This is what I feel like would be the kinds of things that God would need to do in my life next. Can you pray for me about that and help me think it through? Uh, Writing your new normal or writing your new narrative. Uh, This is where you go back through those big questions that we ask Uh, in steps four and step six. Um, By the time you get to step eight, there's going to be several months between where you left that off and and getting to this point. Uh, And you can go through, and in that left column, you've probably got a better idea of where you started. And this is the way that I would have answered that, maybe even better than you could have when you were in step four. And then you go through and you start to look at, these are my answers now. And that'll be good for you for two reasons or at least at two times. One is for when life gets hard again. And you say, you know, I'm going to go through some rough patches and being able to go back and review what was helpful before, that's like reading your journal because uh, this is just a form of journaling uh, that that would be helpful. A second time is when uh, maybe you're in a G4 group and there's somebody who's coming into the group and you hear earlier stages of where you were and it helps you put that into words for them. Now, another part of uh, step eight is preparing for a transition. Uh, If you were going through this in a formal setting, 
this is the point where we would say, make sure you're in a small group. Uh, that as you transition from a formal setting of care, it may be a counseling relationship or G4, don't go from that back into isolation. Uh, at this stage in your journey, make sure that you're a part of a small group. Learn accountability and encouragement on a broader scale. You've brought people alongside of you to speak into your life in ways that are probably unique. Uh, that is part of what God wants for us in all parts of our life not just when we're going through a, a significant area of suffering. And this can be a time when we learn that uh, and begin to incorporate it. Have a plan for future study. You know, when you've worked this material to this point, there will be a several-month season of your life where you were intentionally working something for the purpose of your own growth and productivity. Uh, if you go from that into wandering, it's going to feel disorienting. Uh, and so if there's not one of these resources that you've heard me reference several times, you go, I need to read that. Maybe you go through the study that we created called Finding Your Confidence, Identity, and Security in Christ. Uh, and you use that as a matter to sure up some of the things that we've talked about. Uh, formal transition plan. Uh, that's where instead of looking for the red flags that I need to reach out for help, what would be the yellow flags? Uh, that these are the things that as I branch into small group being uh, more of my exclusive community, uh, what would be the, the warnings that things might need to change? Now, uh, the decision of divorce, uh, I'll let you look over some of this material here, but uh, early in the material we said, um, you know, that's, that's one of those decisions that's probably not best made in the moment when things are crisis-oriented, uh, unless there's just matters of safety there where we separate and we probably don't even need to make the decision of divorce at that time, just separation for safety. Uh, but when you get to that spot and there is chronic non-compliance and, and there's no cooperation, it doesn't feel like things are getting better, uh, this is that stage in your journey where you're wrestling with what do I do. Uh, and if you feel like that captures where you are, uh, my biggest encouragement in addition to the guidance that's here, um, allow those who have been a part of your community of support and the pastors of the church where you are to be a part of participating in that because if, if divorce does become something that the level of non-safety is great enough, that, that needs to have the collective power of the church if the other individual, if the spouse is a church member to say, we see such an evidence uh, that you are walking out of fellowship with God and we do not see that somebody who could be a regenerate believer who could continue to place their family in this situation and let that not just be an independent declaration that's being made, but let it come with the collective voice um, of their church.